Hola, amiga. I believe the only way to create a life of your dreams is by taking massive action that makes shit happen. Basically, amiga, handle your shit. Yes, I said that. Handle your shit. Stop playing small and start breaking down cultural limitations, gain back your feminine power, and become the unapologetic and unstoppable Latina you were destined to be. This show is meant to inspire, motivate, and awaken your soul's potential. You will learn from business professionals, successful entrepreneurs, and creatives that will teach you mental corrections, insider tips, success strategies, and of course, a dose of personal development. I am your host, Jackie Tapia, lawyer, transformational life coach, and entrepreneur. I am also a wife and mom to a little badass Latina. I'm obsessed with changing the Latina's mindset and breaking down cultural barriers so that you can live your best life and step into your true power and start living a life of abundance in all ways and always. Join me for inspiring conversations with thought leaders and learn how to handle your shit. ¿Estás lista? Vámonos. Hello, 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 amigas, and welcome to Amiga Handle Your Shit podcast. Okay, this is exciting for me. Um, not only is it another uh, year of my life, because this is my birthday week, and um, I really, really, really wanted to encapsulate and celebrate this momentous occasion. And I'm going to say this, this is so, so insane and so huge for me. Um, I completed something that I thought I would not do because I mean, who the heck has the time? Who wants to read a book that I've written. I mean, there are all these imposter questions and, and, um, limitations were running through my brain. And, um, I realized that anything is possible. Everything is possible. Amigas, whatever you set your mind to, you can definitely accomplish it. But let me say this, the reason why I was able to finish my book, which is what we're going to be talking about today, is because I had support. I had support of an amazing amiga. Her name is Cristina Igarravides. Her last name, I kind of get tripped up a little bit, Um, but she's my storytelling coach. And because of her, I was able to complete this for, I don't know how long, how long did it take? I I can't even remember when we started. like six ish months. Oh my God. So it was, it was a lot. It was a lot. Um, we built this beautiful relationship. She knows everything (laughs) in the short amount of time. And, um, I just want to say, I'm just truly blessed to have cross paths with her and that, um, she helped me, you know, just get out this the the voice um inside my heart and i'm just eternally grateful to her so thank you so much christina for showing the way for being by my side and and times where it was really really i'm not lying to you amigas really tough really tough whether it was a situation that occurred in my past or even when i was writing things happen as well you know, life is always happening for us. And so sometimes, you know, we, uh, we get to discover who we really are when we are being challenged. And, um, and these hardships are what makes us unique, special, and amazing all together. So, oh my God, Amigas, I, I just want you to get to know more about Christina and her methodology, and hopefully this episode resonates with you. The book will be coming out later this, this year in a couple of months, and um, hopefully, not hopefully, it will be out, and it's going to be there for, your, for you to, you know, you know, get a hold of it, read it, dissect it. You know, we would love an honest opinion, really an honest review, because um, 
I only learn and grow when you interact with me. And, and I, I greatly appreciate that. But here's the thing, amigas, without further ado, this is Christina, my lovely storytelling coach. <laughs> Jackie, oh my gosh. Number one, first and foremost, I know how heavy that intro probably was for you because how do you encapsulate everything that you know you went through the last at least five and a half months um so number one i want to take a short moment to congratulate you for <laughs> finishing the book i mean at least your part right it's still at least my part <laughs> yes. our part yeah <laughs> being being completed um this is no small task and you know when I, I still remember our first meeting, you know, over the phone with with Angie, who introduced us, and just feeling, I I was so I to be honest, I was so nervous with with just so much energy, and I know for me that's sometimes how my excitement manifests too. I just like can't contain myself sometimes, but I had to like keep it cool because it was the first time I was meeting you, and I was hoping that you would work with me. So um, I just want to say thank you for choosing me to help you along this journey. Again, you did all of it, Jackie. Uh, you know, we just helped, you know, with guidance, right? We, <laughs> we all, You're we like we, that was you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and, you know, that that's the whole point of, of my practice is to just give you some guidelines and give you some structure and some rules to to follow right as we go along just to make your voice shine even brighter and harder i like to say shine harder <laughs> but yes. but so with that i mean people are really going to learn about the book writing process by me asking you how it went <laughs> as well so i'd love to turn the tables and ask you some things and how the process went so we could all learn and show people that you can do this. If you have an inkling out there to write a book about anything, whether it's a memoir, whether it's about a topic that you're passionate about, you can do it, right? You don't need to have a writer's background. So first, Jackie, do you have a writer's background? <laughs> I, the, okay, so the writing that I have done is legal writing, which is completely different than this. Um, obviously, as a lawyer, I've written many briefs, many motions, many declarations, lots of periodicals. <laughs> wow, that's yeah. a word. We, I haven't heard that in a long time. But but we do a lot of writing of that in that capacity, which is very structured and um and most often geared towards a final response to a question and you and it's usually 99% of the time our position mm -hmm. um unless you're doing an argument to um con a contrarian argument but anyways nevertheless i would never consider myself a writer as a matter of fact i hate writing <laughs> i yes. do I hate writing. I really do. I dislike it. I um I get stuck. I I feel, you know, like very judged and this is all me. This mm -hmm. has nothing to do with anybody. It's all me because I still have the that insecurity, that imposter syndrome of when I was a little girl because I learned how to read and write when I was attending school um, out in Fountain Valley. So I could not be in the same programs as the rest of the kids because I did not speak English. And so while my, my fellow students, back when I was in um, kindergarten, they were able to just go off and play and whatnot, I was provided a tutor to help me uh, read and write in English. Wow. And so that was um, something really unusual because I was like the only, I remember 
was was it kindergarten or was it first grade? Oh, girls, I have no idea. <laughs> but but nevertheless, um, I do remember that I was like the I literally this is in Orange County back in whatever it was 19 I'm what now oh my god I'm gonna turn 49 when this episode drops <laughs> I'll be 49 um so you could do the math as a little girl in Fountain Valley and um I mean I do remember that I was like the only brown kid mm -hmm. everybody else was Caucasian and so that you know added to the nerve and nervousness and um the imposter syndrome because you you know here here your friends are playing and you you need to be pulled to a different area to uh learn how to speak a different language and to write even yeah. though I'm, i was born here in the states but my first primary language was spanish and so i still to this day i'm like i feel very much this is a self-imposed judgment I feel very much like my writing sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I have to tell you, Jackie, that all makes sense. And also for anyone listening, just know, even the best writers hate writing. <laughs> we, hate it. We, hate it. we hate it so bad. Um, why? Because we all have that judgment within ourselves. It's the self editor, you know, that we sometimes talked about and the practice of writing and writing consistently will only help you quiet that editor a bit uh, because that you know we we left that to our sessions right like jackie went on to write and we would work together on editing together so she got to practice you got to practice just writing right uh whatever came through to you whatever however you remembered things um and and allowed yourself to just go and then you started editing yourself you know before we would meet, meet too so we would be in a good place right but that only comes with practice so for anyone thinking i'm not a writer my writing sucks ooh, but i have something to say this is absolutely normal right <laughs> <laughs> i know and you know and here's the thing amigas christina was so gracious and patient with me because you know there was moments in the writing process that were very challenging i mean mm -hmm. emotionally and even in writing the words because sometimes i would go into my head of like well like they would know like why do they need to know step by step by step by step how i felt da, 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 da. <laughs> it's just like well Yes, <laughs> you need to show every like the emotion behind a certain event. Yeah, which um sometimes that's that's really complicated. Yeah, for those of us that have been, you know, trained to just just the facts. You know, no emotion, just the facts, and so that that was a bit challenging for me. Yeah, but you know, Christina really helped me. You know break that like take it out of me and just like I would start to cry because I was like oh my god no <laughs> <laughs> I know it's hard it's hard and and yeah and lawyer Jackie would peek her head out every so often you know and that was okay right uh because you did have at least some kind of we all have something to to have as a like a, a starting off point, a jump off point. So if you've been working in corporate, if you've been working at hospitals, if you've been working, uh, you know, as a caretaker, you know, or, um, you know, or retired, whatever, we all have a starting point. And when you're writing with with a coach, you know, that my job is to help you kind of use that and also bring more of the rest of your identity into it, right? Because you weren't just Jackie the lawyer, right? You're you're Jackie the person, Jackie the mom, Jackie the daughter, you know, uh, Jackie the the free loving spirit, right? That we all want to hear about, and and that is that is what we all want to hear as an audience is your specific experience and your reactions to it. And there were times where, you know, Jackie would be like, oh, people are gonna think I'm this, they're gonna think I'm conceited, like, oh my gosh. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and, oh like, my God. and we ended up using that, right? 
and and it's just like who cares right you're there's there's a way there's a there's a line between being uh you know hitting a nerve and being bold and being disrespectful and what we just wanted to do was just make sure that there wasn't anything that would take away our audience's attention from your story right yeah and there's nothing that's disrespectful in this book right there might be bold opinions and <laughs> interesting points of views right but they all come from uh, a place uh, of reality of realness right and from your truth and that is our only job is to uh, uncover that yeah so <laughs> so with that i want to hear a little bit about how you kind of paced yourself in in writing so you know how did you kind of maneuver your your regular schedule and set aside time to actually write because that's the hardest part right that's, that's the hard yes definitely the hardest part um well maybe not the hardest part it's just it's the more disciplined part yes yes um because you know, my, my schedule um, now is a lot more fluid than it used to be. And so I'm able to plan out my week mm -hmm. in a way where I knew, okay, so if my session with Christina lands on a Tuesday, I better have X amount of pages already written by the time I meet with Christina because I value her opinion, I value her time, and I'm not here to waste anybody's time. So because I knew, okay, I'm gonna meet with her on Tuesday, um, my, you know, let's say it was Thursday we last met, I'm like, okay, I, I figure out, all right, Monday for sure I can have a full day writing, but I also need to have at least, you know, either two days of just putting 20 minutes either I either like on that Friday or that Saturday. So my goal was always to have a finish line when I met so that, like I said, for me, it's so important. I don't waste anybody's time and I know things happen and it has happened in the past. It happened, you know, not frequently, but there was times where I was like, oh my God, I had so many activities. I really did not, was not able to write. But here's the thing. I didn't dwell on it. And mm -hmm. Christina was so gracious to say, that's part of the process. We're sometimes we're not going to get it. We're not going to do it. And, um, and so, you know, giving us our, giving ourselves some space and some grace in those moments was very important. And so as I'm writing, I already knew like, okay, I want to write one page or two pages. I, I had an end goal and that's the most important thing. So whenever I would meet with, with Christina, I knew I had to have so much writing done already because I wanted to make the best out of our meetup yes. all the time. And that's why you are, you are the star client. <laughs> Because that is sometimes difficult is to come with your homework, right? And I just thank you so much for calling that out. And that's the thing, right? You get to write as much as you can when you have the energy you can. So you have to really kind of gauge yourself and be like, can I write one more page? And if it's a hard no, then put it away, right? Can I come back to it tonight, maybe? Um, okay, let's see, right? So when you do overwrite, quote unquote, right? When you have those moments where things are kind of chaotic and you just really can't get to it, you're not actually behind, right? Because you took those other days to write more than you thought you could, right? So I'm saying write a lot <laughs> and I mean the other right, but that is also what helped us is Jackie was just so disciplined with her homework and making sure to come with pages, whether it was one or five to every meeting, we always had something to work on. There was never a time that we're like, uh, okay, what do we do today? You know? Um, and that is really, uh, uh, 
um, kudos, uh, high five to you because that was the only way we could get to our deadline. Really, is is staying staying true to task. And the only thing that changed was just the volume of of work, right? That fluctuated. Yeah, yeah. No, I totally because you know when you first when I first uh, met Christina, I was thinking, okay, I need this out by. I had a sense of urgency. Like I was on a mission. I knew what I wanted. I knew where I was going to go. And I knew that I needed to get it done on time to be in the hands of, of the Amigas for the event in March. So I was determined. And so my advice for any woman out there, even guys who listen to this podcast, if, if you have a burning desire to write a book, have a deadline for yourself, create an urgency for yourself, because otherwise, if you're anything like me, you're going to be like the Jackie workout, kind of laxidaisical. Be like, uh, eh, not today, eh, you know, maybe tomorrow. And no, you take it very seriously, because i I take it very seriously when I put money on the line and I, and I invest in someone, I take it very seriously. So amigas, if you have a burning desire to write a book, don't do it on your own. You need guidance. It is so important. And Christina is amazing. And you need to, we're going to put her information in the show notes <laughs> so that, so that you can reach out to her. Um, and, and, um, you know, I can express how, how much this, this, uh, this part is essential because if you want to complete something, you need to have your people, yeah. literally, you gotta, you need your people to do no, it. Definitely. Thank you so much, Jackie. And also, you know, I, I meet with, with folks, you know, over the phone beforehand to see if, if I'm a fit for you too. Right. So w whether it's me or anyone else, I highly encourage folks to get a coach or a helper, someone, right, to to really guide you through this process, if this is your, especially if this is your first book. So we talked a lot about the difficult parts. I want to know, because book writing isn't all bad, right, or all difficult. What were yeah. some of the funnest parts of writing this book for you? What, oh. did you, what tickled you? What did you enjoy the most? <laughs> you know, Going back, doing a memory, mem memory um, flashback, like mm -hmm. that was really fun and neat. Because um, I mean, I can say there has been a lot of fun times in my life mm -hmm. as a kid, and the and the curiosity as a child, I was able to go back and remember and feel into the emotions of how special that time was. And, um, and I found myself laughing, laughing so loud, because <laughs> I was thinking about that, that moment. And then, and then when I would like, do my little antidote, <laughs> I would crack myself up just like, Oh, my God, I'm so silly. Like why, you know, and it would just, the words would come out that way. Mm -hmm. and yeah. and and it, it's it's really cool like to have your personality shine through mm -hmm. you know I I um you know I am a serious person but I'm also a very fun person and I'm also I'm funny sometimes oh yes um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm funny and and like even like in the moments of like I'll get conceited or something I'm even funnier yeah, when I'm conceited. <laughs> yes, and your own self awareness can be funny, right? Like, I know you're probably thinking, "Look at this girl," <laughs> you know, like those funniest sides really, really show show yourself and your personality. And those are some of my favorite parts too. Yeah. Oh my god, I love them. I love them. I mean, there I can I can name several of them, but nope, you gotta wait till till you read the book. <laughs> yes. So, getting to the heart of it in your own words why was it important for you to write this well i mean 
there are the obvious reasons. Oh, you know, I want to do this, da, 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 whatever. Anyways, but I really, it really took me a long time to really honor Jackie and figure her out. Okay. And so what do I mean by that? I was this, I am a lawyer, but, but this, I was a very, very serious lawyer. And, um, and so what I wanted to do with writing a book was like, okay, you know, sometimes because you make a certain choice in your life, your career path doesn't mean that that is all you are. And for a long time, um, as my body was breaking down, that's all I thought, well, woe is me. What am I going to do now? Like I, you know, and, and, um, and, and it, it gets explained a lot in the book, but what I want amigas or amigos to get out of the book is like, you know, we can reinvent ourselves and we can pivot. And it took me 17 years to make that decision and to make that change and to, to tell you, you know, you don't need to do 17 years, read this book because if it resonates with you and you need a change, change. And there's a lot of exercise that I have in the book to help you with that, because I always felt like it shouldn't, it shouldn't hurt to work. And for me, it, it did, it did hurt. It did hurt. I mean, I'll be honest for 17 years. I mean, there's been goods, but there's been lots of bads, but I, I really wanted uh, Amigas women to, to find out that just because you made a decision to do a certain career path, it doesn't mean that that needs to stay or be for the rest of your life. Uh, of course, there's people that do love that and they continue to do the same thing forever and ever. But um, when I when I really realized that my creative genius was not lawyering, things just changed tremendously in my life. And so I feel that once you find your creative genius, once you find what your human design is, that you can now explore that possibility. And this book, um, I felt that it was needed because what I was hearing through my programs and my courses is that a lot of women are suffering in silence. Mm -hmm. A lot of women are in a job that um, doesn't satisfy them anymore. Mm -hmm. um, they're being um, let go, you know, or, or not. They're being, um, they're losing promotions. Um, they're not getting paid their worth. And so if these things really resonate with you, you know, I invite you to take a look at that and see, okay, well, possibly there's, there's this opportunity, this beautiful opportunity to change the trajectory of your life because it's never too late. Never. Yes. Amen to that. Never. I truly believe that as well. And this is just a kind of follow-up question. What do you think, maybe not related so much to the book, but to the work that you do, what do you think is one of those reasons why we don't listen to that voice sooner? You know, I really, okay, so, you know, part of this whole life that I've created now is that we've been so, you know, indoctrinated, like the culture implications are huge. Like, well, what are you going to do now? You know, if you're getting paid, like, let's say you're getting paid six figures, and then all of a sudden you decide this, I'm so unhappy, I hate this job, and you decide to quit, but you have all these bills to pay, you know, you're going to get a pushback from your family, especially Latinos, because we're not short of criticisms. No. Ever. No. Ever. You know, and, and I will have to say that you get more pushbacks than you get a push up. It's sad to say, but it's so true. And the ones that push back are usually your family. And, um, but I want all of you to, you know, know that whether you get the support from your family or not, you first start with you and honor yourself by being true to yourself 
and and um, if you are unhappy, okay, well, what is it that is making you unhappy? And if it's your job, then perhaps it's time to change jobs. If it's the relationship, perhaps there's something you need to work on yourself that can re reflect positively on your relationship. Or maybe it's a relationship that needs to die, you know? So I did I answer your question? <laughs> yes, yes. And, and I love that you highlighted the point that, you know, a lot of times, especially us women or us Latinas feel like things are our fault. And gosh, I should have been at this point by now. Or gosh, why didn't I think of this sooner? Or gosh, you know, and and part of the truth is we've been influenced and impacted by our surroundings, by the people we surround ourselves with, by society, right? And these are all things that influence our actions and our thought patterns. So just thank you so much for reiterating that because I think a lot of times we often blame ourselves or feel like it was on us to know things that we couldn't possibly have known, right? <laughs> yeah, like it's just so crazy. Like, oh yeah, you're supposed to know everything. No, obviously not. I mean, it's, I, when, one thing that I will say is that I am, I'm, I mean, as I said before, I'm very disciplined. Um, and I have that discipline because of my family. You know, I remember waking up early in the morning, five in the morning to go to work at six in the morning with my, my father back in 1985. So discipline is part of my vocabulary, my vernacular. And so that's why to create this book was easy. I will have to say easy because I already have that as part of my vernacular. But even if you don't have it, right, you can, you actually could reframe it. You could yes. change it. A hundred percent, because I personally did not grow up with that discipline. <laughs> I was the only child. I did whatever I wanted. <laughs> but Sounds like but, my daughter. <laughs> yeah, oh my gosh. No, but I, I was, I, I was driven, you know, and I was uh, very much, I had to make sure I had a good job, you know, and be independent because I grew up with a single mom and I never wanted to ask for money. I always wanted to make sure I made my own and I, lived off myself and and i did for the greater part of my young adult life uh, and you know i got help from them for college and that was pretty much it and that was with the help of a lot of grants and and loans that were not you know that were pretty easy to pay off but i also had like a lazy side of me like i did i never want to take honors classes in high school <laughs> college, right like i my family would be like you're smarter than this and i'm like i just don't want to <laughs> you know just <laughs> i don't want to get by i just want to get right by. yeah yes i wanted to get by but i what was more important to me my values was i i needed to be able to express myself and that was something that has always been with me you know and and our values systems are are gonna change throughout our lives too right yeah. the same things that were important to us 10 years ago may not be important to us now oh god yes by any means right so uh allow that to also fluctuate right we don't have to hold on to the things that we thought we were going to be you know that uh because we're not now that doesn't mean we're failures it just means that it's actually better that we're allowing ourselves to grow and change and adapt and that is more important than any kind of system or you know uh plan that you thought you might have needed to have and accomplish right the ability to adapt is always going to be on our side and no matter what habit we we start or create right 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 so with that theme i'd love to know how do you think you've changed if you've changed after going through the book writing process oh wow oh well you know in writing it requires you to really be intentional and and go back because there was times if i didn't write i would not have gone back mm -hmm. to self-correct because 
you know, I, I've done a lot of personal development work. Um, and I really go into spaces that do that a lot. And, and, um, but when I, when, when it came to writing, it was, it was so cathartic to just go back and to learn to love yourself and reframe what happened that, that time. So like just for a situation, you know, um, when, when I was writing, I, I, I actually recall a, a certain situation and I started like feeling compassionate for how I was making me feel and believe back then mm. and realizing that, oh, wow, I really have changed. Mm-hmm. And it's so neat to see that the change, because, um, you know, you need to pat yourself on the back, you know, and we don't do a lot of that. We don't celebrate even the smallest of wins and we should. Yeah. And, and um, changing through this book, I really believe that it allowed me to grow and to understand Jackie more than before. Yeah. No, I remember that. I love that. There was definitely moments where you would kind of step outside of yourself and look at the experience that you wrote and be like, wow, that, that time really did suck. And I, and you, and you felt so bad for that Jackie who had to endure that. And, and those moments were very touching, you know, because, because you did get to reflect and also feel more empathy and compassion for you going through that experience and being like and kind of also being like how the heck did I like get through that you know and that really showed how much you've grown and and how bravery has gone grown grown even stronger right Uh, I get emotional just thinking about those moments and I don't know if there's anything you want to reflect on that you know, um, this book, I mean, it's, 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 it's a lot of what I, all the lessons that I've have and what I've done to grow and to expand. And, you know, I, I really want Amigas to, you know, not, not say, oh, this is just a, a memoir. It's not a memoir. It's, it's really we created something that will help so many amigas out there because I know as Latina that we've been broken down and that we can get ourselves up, but we, we also get to be so mindful that we get to do it with people that support us. Yeah. And, um, and so this book is really about, you know, having amigas feel supported And, you know, if in doing the exercises, because my hope and dream is that you don't ever get to be depleted the way I did. Don't Mm -hmm. allow 17 years come to your life. And then you finally figure it out, which is okay if you finally figure it out. But if you have an opportunity to figure this out early on in your career, bravo. If this book helps you to do that, bravo. And I commend you for that because that's the whole purpose of this book. It's, it's not, yes, I'm using my examples. Yes, a lot. You're going to find a lot of history about me. But it's really about helping rewiring our cultural brain because mm-hmm. some of the stuff is filled with limitations. And um, there's beauty in culture, but then there's also this part. And um, in writing about, you know, how something as a little kid had a direct impact as a lawyer or something as a little girl have a direct impact as a woman. I mean, it's just it's it's like an array of of um, fact patterns, if you will. Yeah. So yeah. that you can go and, and, and start, you know, analyzing yourself and, and, and um, figuring out that there are, sometimes there's better ways of handling things. Yeah. You know, the, the seasoned person 
doesn't react anymore. I don't react anymore. I, I just stop and I process because we all have opinions and you know what they say about opinions, you know, it's creating a, an asshole out of you and me. Yeah. Um, but, you know, allowing that somebody's opinion doesn't have a hold on me anymore. Mm -hmm. It doesn't need to have a hold on you either. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, yes, I love that. And, and just a note on that, you know, Jackie and I were very intentional in how we wanted this book to be laid out. So, you know, the, the comment about it being part memoir, here's the thing the foundation and reason why storytelling works so well is because it allows us to come to our own conclusions it allows us to learn lessons and take in information and have it stay with us for a longer amount of time than bullet points would than just straight up facts would right you can you know people like you said opinions right can have opinions about so many things even your own story right but they can never refute your story right. right your story will always belong to you because it's coming from your unique perspective and your life experience so 10 people could be in the same room and have 10 different stories about what happened right and no one could take that away from you that's why we're so intentional on including these stories and these anecdotes and these experience because they all serve to help illustrate a lesson uh, a point that jackie's uh here describing and 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 passing on to her audience so um thank you for that and i just i think that's one of my favorite parts of the book that it is part lesson part story and it's just kind of interwoven throughout the entire book and i think it's just going to be so fun because that's kind of how my brain works <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about y'all and i have a feeling a lot of people's brains work that way right and just allowing yourself to take in you know the jackie's words and then get putting them into practice immediately after right yeah. how how fun is that so yeah. you don't have to wait to have a separate book to do the exercises, right? Or to keep in, keep, how do I remember this? It's all there laid out. Thank you for that. Oh my God. Yes. I mean, I really was very intentional about that because, you know, I, you know, Christina has the process and so I follow the process, but we, we were, we worked so well together to, you know, make it work, you know, cause you'll, it's like, um, the exercise was done immediately after the story so that you can figure out like, oh, that's how you create abundance or that's how, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, so very intentional about having the, the technique behind it, the action steps behind it, because there's a lot of action steps. I really, I was very, because I'm, I'm very clear at things. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I, as an audience, I always want to know practical tools. And so I believe that I, you know, was able to put those practical tools in the book and not, and like you said, Christina, not like have like, oh, buy an extra addendum for this. No, let's just put it right there. Um, so that they can at least have, um, a preview of what they what they can do on their yeah. own you know and and so and i've got a ton of exercises and i didn't put nearly as many as i could have because i was like okay that whole thing about writing i hate writing <laughs> i'm like oh my god the last chapter was really really you know challenging yeah. because we were like i'm like i'm done i can't anymore but I knew that it needed to be done. And, um, and it was like, you know, maybe we should add another paragraph or how about we fix this? And I'm like, Jesus Christ, I'm <laughs> going to end. But what kept me going was that someone is going to be, be, um, will resonate with this last paragraph that someone needs to hear this mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. that's what helped me 
finish. <laughs> yes, yes. Writing a book is not about you, right? It's yeah. about serving your audience. And when you keep that in mind, that is what's going to help you stay motivated and help you keep going, right? So forget about what you think, you know, uh, is, is right or wrong or, you know, uh, why am I even doing this? Because of just that. Somebody needs to hear this because somebody hasn't been told this yet or maybe needs to be reminded of this, right? So there might be things that you've heard before, right? But you know, you haven't heard them from Jackie's perspective either, right? So, right, it's not, and, it, and it's, I think that's fair, right? There's so many books out there, I mean, it's fair to say on this kind of topic, but this is specifically for your audience, right? Uh, for Jackie Tapia's audience, for the amigas out there, right? And that's why she wrote it to for, for you all, right? Who's listening. Um, so one last question on that. Looking forward, what are some things that you learned? And it's okay to reiterate them because I, you know, I believe in hearing things multiple times. Uh, what are some things that you learned that you're going to take with you for the next book? Uh, Just about the process or, or anything new that you're like, oh, I could have done this different. <laughs> you know, I think for the next book, I feel, I feel like, like, um, I was a caterpillar as I was writing this book. Mm -hmm. And so now that it's going to, you know, be released, I feel like, oh my God, now I get to write about butterfly stories. And I think this next, next edition, this next book is going to be more about that. And, um, and I, and I really, I'm so grateful to you, Christina, because in going through this process, I realized that as I was a caterpillar, just, you know, going through the motions and being fed and, and nurtured all the way through was such a beautiful journey that now I feel like I'm a butterfly. I'm coming out, amigas. I'm coming out. <laughs> I, love that. I love that analogy. <laughs> I'm coming out and you know, I know that um been talking to my publisher and, you know, she's actually, you know, going to rebrand me. And because as she says, she's like, you know, years ago you were a certain person and now you're different and we keep evolving. And that's the fun part. Like we keep changing, we keep pivoting and and it's so fun and exciting, so fun and exciting. So this butterfly is coming out, girls. <laughs> out, watch out, get your mason jars and catch these butterflies. <laughs> <laughs> that's right, that's right. So yes, I'm so, I'm just so grateful. And I feel like, you know, many amigas out there are probably in the caterpillar stage. And that is so awesome to be in because now you get to write your story and you get to um, show your gifts and your talents in this in, in writing your own book. And I hope that you um, start that press process right away and and receive all the the mentorship that you need. And like I said, Christina is the amazing and we're going to put her information in the show notes because I think it's so important. And amigas, well, this is the way you handle your shit. You you set your mind to a thing, whatever it is, and you follow through. Don't just say things be for saying them. Mm -hmm. You got to put action into them. And so for me, this, this book is handling my shit. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh my gosh. Thank you for being an example of practicing what you preach. No. I love it. And, and yeah, and, and thank you again for, for your kind words, you know, Jackie, it's not, 
does not have to say any of this, right? That's never, it wasn't part of the agreement. So this is all coming from her. So uh, I just want to thank you so much for allowing me to be a big part of this and be a part of your life in this way. And it has just been, I can't say, Jackie is my star student, okay? Like I, I Jackie is the benchmark, okay? So whoever else wants oh to God. work, this is the benchmark. No, no, no. My, you know, my, my whole thing is come as you are, you know, wherever you're at with whatever you have. So yeah. I like that, come as you are, because it's so true. Yeah. You know, let's not pretend, you know, that we are something when we're not. Exactly. And I, I really appreciate that about you that um you allowed me to just come as who I am and um and it wasn't like I, when I started doing the whole like lawyer thing you're like well let's um let's change that around and and she's so gracious to just like like pinpoint that and um and I love that and thank you so much because I'm telling you if it were just written on like as a Jacqueline forget it <laughs> and all legal writing Da, 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 da. so linear but no this book is not linear this book is really um it's it's from my heart and soul yeah and, and i really really um i'm super grateful to you christina for giving me the space to do this awesome thank you jackie thank you thanks for listening to this week's episode of amiga handle your shit podcast if anything resonates with you today Please share it with your friends and subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. Don't forget to share it on Instagram, Facebook, and other social media platforms. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback for us, you can reach me directly at www.amigahandleyourshit.com. Thank you so much for listening. Gracias y hasta la próxima.